Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Inside Angle, where we're always on time and never behind. So in this segment, we're going to be speaking about Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball just had a meniscus tear injury and had arthroscopic surgery to repair it on Tuesday. The real question is, will he make it back and be 100% at the beginning of the season? Now, this definitely explains the Rondo pickup. And I'm really hoping that Lonzo Ball and his knee will be repaired and get him back to at least 98, 99% of his original explosion. Now, the Catwoods supposedly had leaked this information earlier in the summer to prevent a blockbuster trade between the Spurs and the Los Angeles Lakers for Kawhi Leonard. And Lonzo Ball doesn't seem like the type of guy to get caught up in a lot of drama, a lot of uh, self-proclaimed, you know, bolstering. That stuff is left to LeVar Ball. And we all know LeVar is a enthusiastic character. He loves his kids and he expects the best out of them and he expects the world to expect the best out of them. I'm very hopeful that Lonzo Ball will get it together and get back on the court. He's one of my favorite Lakers, and I'm excited to see him running up and down the court alongside his favorite player, LeBron James. Now it all plays back to the quiet conversations, hands over the mouth, when him and LeBron were talking. It's obvious that he was prepping the young fella to play with him. And I really hope Lonzo can get it together. I've seen him gaining weight. He seems to be packing on the muscle and the pounds. And we know athletes do get injuries. So we wish the best for him. Anyway, if you enjoy this content, please follow me here on Anchor. Or you can check me out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Alexa Home, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. I'm all over the place. Once again, I would like to thank you This is the Sports Inside Angle. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Sports Inside Angle, where we're always on time, never behind. So, it's official. Josh Hart wins the Summer League MVP, and for the first time in Summer League history, one team has back-to-back MVPs. As you know, last year, Lonzo Ball took down the MVP. And this season, the young guard, Josh Hart, has proven that he was a dominant force in the Summer League. Although the Los Angeles Lakers did not win the Summer League championship, which we did last year with Kyle Kuzma as the game MVP, we did show that we are a force and we allowed Josh Hart Zvi and Wagner to get some run another thing I want to speak on is Zvi Mikhailu he is proving to be a very very threatening first round pick the young fella looks like he may be NBA ready this season I was surprised by Josh Hart last season when he entered from Villanova. 
shouldn't have been as surprised because of the championship pedigree and the tenacity that he played with in college, but I was. And at the beginning of the trade, I was looking at Javi Mikhailu and I was thinking, eh, not really a good fit for the Los Angeles Lakers. But over this summer league, I have been impressed. I have to recant. I actually tweeted out a negative tweet towards Zvi Mikhailu in my, you know, just disdain at the very beginning when he was originally drafted on draft night. But I must say, this guy has so far proved me totally wrong. I was more high on Wagner than I was on Zvi. But now, to be honest, during the uh, summer league, even when Wagner was playing, I was definitely more high on Zvi. So I'm looking at the Los Angeles Lakers and the setup here now. Coming out of the summer league, we have Lonzo Ball coming off a knee injury and surgery, which is kind of typical for athletes. Um, it's not a bad injury. I think he'll recover and do well. We have Josh Hart at the guard position. Very, very young, talented guard. Defensive monster. Can shoot it. Very, very nice kid. We have Kentavious Caldwell-Pope at the two-guard position. Shot 38% from behind the arc last year. Very good defensive presence. I think he'll be more under control with the um, leadership and the bringing in of LeBron James who is also under the same uh, management, Clutch Sports. And we also have Rajan Rondo at the guard position. Very, very high IQ, championship pedigree. Uh, can get his own shot. Very, very good in the half-court set. Then we move on and we look at Kyle Kuzma. If you've been looking at the kid over the summer, he's beefed up. <clears throat> Pardon me. Picked up a lot of weight muscle you know toned his body sculpting pretty sure he's been working on his game over the summer was already a nice player coming off the bench averaging 16 points coming off of the wood we also have Brandon Ingram going into his third season and I'm expecting leaps and bounds from him I can just imagine him coming down the court on the wings with LeBron Another thing people are not understanding, LeBron is going to give these young people so much confidence. LeBron is going to show them exactly who they can be and what their potential is. He's going to assist in that. And LeBron James is going to get you open. LeBron James is going to find you open. And LeBron James is going to put you in the best positions to win. Also, people don't understand the presence of a LeBron James being the first guy in the gym. That's going to draw everybody to the gym. The first guy, the last guy out. This is going to create this camaraderie. It's going to create this, this gel with the veterans of Lance Stevenson, Rondo, LeBron James taking the, the prowess to say, we're going to be the best. We're going to win. We're going to win now. And we're going to work our tails off in order to get to that goal. Now, let's not finish. We have JaVale McGee who is going to be a seven-foot rim protector. And he's also going to be able to roll to the basket and get quite a few alley-oops from LeBron James. Now, early in his career, I felt like JaVale McGee was a... was a. I thought he was going to be an all-star. And I think his skill set was suppressed a little bit when he was on the East Coast. 
And then when he went to Golden State, I think it was it's pretty much the same thing. They're not going to roll do a lot of offense around JaVale McGee. But what did you did see? What did you see here in the NBA Finals this year? Whenever they wanted to, they could use him and utilize him to a a, a great advantage, causing so many problems around the rim because there's nobody um, in the league that can move as fast as him as a seven footer. I, I don't think anybody's running the floor at seven foot as as well as JaVale McGee. And all he needs to do now is just work on body control and finishing around the rim. So the Summer League Lakers have proven to be uh, a, a, a quite a dynamo here. And we should expect great things from that translating from the Summer League to the regular season. Anyway, if you enjoyed this content, I would like to say thank you. And I would like for you to follow, comment, like, subscribe, whatever you want to do. Clap, applause. I'm appreciative of it all. I would like to say thank you. Um, This is the Sports Inside Angle. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sports Inside Angle. We have some breaking news. Kawhi Leonard in a blockbuster trade to Toronto for DeMar DeRozan and some more players to the San Antonio Spurs. Now, if you're a Twitter jitter, then you already know that the firestorm is going wild and everyone is saying, why, why, why? I'm going to try to break this thing down so people can understand what's really going on here. Now, the San Antonio Spurs were not going to allow Kawhi Leonard to go to Los Angeles. And Los Angeles was not about to give up all of their key pieces in order to get Kawhi Leonard. Because they wanted a godfather deal. An offer you cannot refuse. Which would have included Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, and draft picks. <laughs> and Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka aren't that crazy. Come on. Not going to happen. We're not going to deplete our entire roster for one player. Although he's a super max guy. And in my opinion, he's the KD neutralizer. Can't stop KD, but he can neutralize him. Because KD would definitely have to uh, get it done on the defensive end as well. Which I know he wouldn't be able to do anything with a Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard can put him at, you know, a very, very lower efficiency rate. Using his weight and size to an advantage. Now... People are saying that Toronto is getting the short end of the stick because Kawhi Leonard isn't going to stay, which probably is a true fact. But what people haven't um, factored in is they have an underperforming superstar that was getting paid tons of money. They were able to offload that contract for a one-year situation that they can also offload next year in a process of rebuilding. I felt like they were in rebuilding mode the very moment they fired the head coach that won Coach of the Year. So he was expendable and he cost too much. DeMar DeRozan, that is. And he just really wasn't, to me, that good of a player. Now, DeMar DeRozan and his attitude is being sent into an environment where he is going to be put to the test. 
he's going to be put under full management. No one is going to hear his complaints. He's going to be asked to conform and to get in line. Kawhi Leonard, on the other hand, will most likely go to Toronto and be half-hearted. And hopefully Toronto realizes this by midseason and make a play. Kawhi Leonard may even sit out this entire season to show the power of the player. Now, people think the Spurs are getting the shaft on, on the back end of the deal because you're losing this great player and you're only getting a DeMar DeRozan and a couple other guys. But you don't want a disgruntled guy on your team that you're going to be paying, you know, almost a quarter of a billion dollars to. And you really don't want a guy that's, that's, that's not buying into your system. For the first time, we're starting to see the layers of the San Antonio Spurs peel back because Kawhi Leonard originally did not come into the league as a, as a top pick, as a superstar. Well, he was, he was, he was, you know, a decent pick, but he wasn't, he wasn't touted to be the superstar that he is today. Now, when you come to an organization like the San Antonio Spurs and you're not a marquee, you tend to just fall in line, uh, be grateful for the opportunity, and you know nothing about the protocol for all of these other teams. So you really just accept that the type of structure and the type of environment that the Spurs have built as the norm. But then as you mature as an individual, as a man, as a player, you start to realize that, hold on, these guys are more about control and keeping people in, in line than about winning. And people mistake winning with, you know, meaning that, oh, their system is, is great. No, the players were great. And the players... Uh, Ginobili, Parker, Leonard, Duncan, you know, David Robinson. These are people who decided, hey, I'm going to go along with the system for my own benefit. But you found a guy who in Kawhi Leonard is saying that now he's at a place in his career where he doesn't have to put up with that trash. And I could tell by the way they set up. Because I remember when Allen Iverson got benched. And then the same night, Greg Popovich benched Tim Duncan for no apparent reason. Just to prove a point. That these guys are really... They're looking for talented weaklings. They're looking for guys who have the game, not the fame, not the heart. They're looking for guys who are basically automatons. People who will just stand in a, you know, in a, in a in a position, do a roll, put the battery in their backs, and they'll do whatever you want. And that's basically why Kawhi Leonard is leaving San Antonio. It wasn't about the money. It wasn't about the fame. It wasn't about the winning. It was about peace of mind, having self-respect. And being able to be in control of your in, your own destiny, you know, and having some say so 
as a $200 million player. Having some say-so. You know, you're getting paid a quarter of a billion dollars. You should be able to just have some input. And it shouldn't be this dictatorial type of environment. But I still feel like Kawhi Leonard will be a Los Angeles Laker by next season. Anyway, I would like to thank you for listening to this content. If you enjoy it, please follow me here on Anchor or check me out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Alexa Home. Anyway, thank you again. This is the Sports Inside Angle.